Yeah. That would be fantastic. All right, so this is uh, – <clears throat> give a little pause there because I'll edit all that out. Right. Even the stuff Why? about John Elway, that's yeah. hugely Especially important, Brad. That's John hugely Elway. important. We will edit out <clears throat> all of John Elway. Gotcha. Well, maybe we'll just leave the John part. Gotcha. This is the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast, and we are excited because we told you that we were going to have a special guest. Jesse, do we have a special guest today? We do have a special guest today, in fact, Gary. And do you remember what was it that we kind of hinted at, like who he was? If I remember correctly, it was actually two big hints. Number one, it was a he, and number two, it's someone with a face. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, But I added a third one in there. You did. You did. It was that he talks really fast to music. Music. Lyrically. Yes. And yes. it's not Rob Van Winkle. Right. AKA <laughs> Vanilla Ice. It's not so, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we present to you Producer Lee. <laughs> Producer Lee Stover Producer from Stover. Rise Ministries. You may know him from walking around Rise Fest, and he's got a busy time of year, and he's willing to give up at least a couple hours of his day and mess around with us, exactly. which is fantastic. And I think the first question everyone wants to know just right off the bat is, what did you think about the John Elway trade in 1983 with the Baltimore Colts? <laughs> <laughs> hi, Lee. Hi. 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 Uh, that happened four years before I was born, gotcha. so I have no uh, thoughts. Don't about act it. like you're young, <laughs> right? It makes, us uh, makes me feel, feel, and we're only like four years older than him know. or something. Yeah. But uh, well, don't act like you're a millennial. Hey, what can I say? I'm on a, I'm a guest on a podcast, so if I'm not a millennial, I don't know. Okay, what I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're full fledged in the millennial category, right? Like I guess. See, I think we. Are right on the edge of it, right, which yeah, means we're way. like the we kind of like technology and we kind of don't. You know, I read a statistic that said uh, basically uh, the millennials generally are thought of anywhere from 1980 to 1997. So oh. technically, we are the oldest ones. The the another statistic I read is 1983 through 1997. So either mm, way, either way, I'm lumped in. And I there's there's this comedian named Eliza Schlesinger. She has it. She has it. Has it put best when she said, "I was born in '83, so I'm what they call an elder millennial." Oh so, man, that's yeah. good. That's I like good. the ones that get our own category. Like I want to have my own category. I just want to. That's such a huge. 
That's a big gap, right? right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I don't have a whole lot in common with someone who was born in, what did you say, the 97. end of it? 97. Yeah. Right. There's a whole difference there between the well, way I look 80, at it and they look at it. Someone who's an elder millennial in, from 80, to me in 87, is still seven years. Absolutely. Right. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's so a switch, Another right? 10 on top of that. I don't know. Well, if you look at it from a video game standpoint. Oh, of course. Know, like, because you have to. Because you do. You have to. Yeah, or. You know, in 1985, you have the, the, the NES coming out, right? right? But in 1997, you have the Nintendo 64. Right. So you jumped two, three video that's game generations. That's a big difference. One millennial generation. Right, so, right. I don't think that's possible. So let's just rewrite all of those. So all this time, I've been looking at our uh, podcast portal. Because we haven't made the announcement yet, and obviously it's showing because we have zero plays on this particular uh, this it. one that I'm going to tell you about. Crushing it. But we are now available on Google Play. Someone, you can be the first play. Someone yes, go quick. Play. Go to Google Play. You can be the first one. <laughs> but, you know, I, in all honesty, in a really weird way, this actually speaks to the importance of marketing, which, by the way, happens hey. to be Whoa, what a nice. Nice transition. Well done, sir. Thank you. That just so happens to be what producer Lee's speciality is with Rise Ministries. So, Lee, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do over at Rise and what that looks like? Totally. So, Rise Ministries as a whole, there's a few different things we do. Obviously, Rise Fest being the biggest and most marketable one. Um, Two-day Christian music festival we do every June. Um, Our founder, Rob Rosaboom, is a speaker as well. So he will go to camps, conferences, churches. He likes churches a lot and share his story. And I think you guys are going to have him on at some point as a different guest. So I won't talk about his story. So well, don't so give we it away. Now we can't. Right. Like, it was going to be a surprise, but all right. <laughs> Ta-da. Uh, so he speaks, we do the festival, and then we do some various youth events here and there. Um, we had a missions program for a little while. We're taking a step back from that now to kind of reevaluate. Um, what the next phase of that might look like or what, mm-hmm. what the next thing that Rise Ministries as a whole is to get into. But the festival is our big thing. So tell me a little bit about this year's Rise Fest. What can we all expect, that kind of stuff? Well, for the first time ever this year, we're having a band called Skillet mm-hmm. at Rise Fest. Nice. Very excited to have those guys. I am also very excited to be there Yes, because it's going to be great. Yes, yeah, it's really going to be good. loud. There's going to be fire and hard rock <laughs> Jesus music. It's yep. going to be great. Um, so if you know Jesse at all, that's right up Jesse. That's now. right in my alley. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have those guys. And they're a little bit different than any other artists we've ever had, which is why we're excited to have them. Mm-hmm. So we'll have them on our Friday night along with Matt Marr and Jeremy Camp, who've mm-hmm. both been to the festival before and we love them. And then on our Saturday, we're going to have um, a kind of, how should I describe them? If you're familiar with top 40 music of today, mm. they're kind of like the chain smokers mm. um, in that poppy EDM-ish type of genre. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a group called AC and Brady, mm. and they won the Christian Music Festival Association's Battle of the Bands right. nationally. So okay. they're going to be at a festival this year. And then we're going to have Cade Thompson, who is from Sioux Falls, is a great worship leader. He actually is still in high school. Mm. Um, and is putting out music, and we had him last year as well, and can't wait to have him back. He just put out a new song that he wrote with Matthew West oh, wow. called Voices. So we got him before he was big. Right on. <laughs> got him on the ground level. Yeah. Exactly. And then we have I Am They, Plum, We Are Messengers, 
Zach Williams and Newsboys. Wow. At Rice Fest so you got two days. Plum too, huh? We got Plum. Wow. I haven't, I, I listened to Plum years and years and years. Yes. Ago. I was going to so. say, she's been doing wow. this for a while. No, she and, has. And she is I'll, awesome. I mean, good. So yeah. both, both Jeremy, Jeremy we had last year, um, but both him and Plum we had the year that we had a tornado Ooh. and Rice Fest had to move inside. Gotcha. Um, and now time. they're both coming back. Now again. they're both coming back. Okay, so prepped for a tornado. So yeah. We we right. uh, we had Jeremy camp back last year. Okay. And there was no tornado. So he broke the curse. So yeah. if Plum comes back and there's a tornado this year, maybe we'll have to talk. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll she won't get invited back. <laughs> if we do our job right, then hopefully you know the tornado won't even matter because it'll still happen. Exactly. Well, yeah. There you go. Who knows? Right. Right. Uh-huh. So uh, fill me in also on kind of what an average day looks like for you, especially during the festival, because you're on stage too, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So my role during the festival is I'm giving announcements, I'm letting festival goers know what's what's happening, who's coming up next, introducing artists, uh, introducing sponsors who introduced artists, mm-hmm. and any any type of announcement that pops up that maybe we need to let people know, like, hey, there's a storm coming, go to your car. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, and, Plum uh, is about to be on stage, which means yeah, there's right. a tornado. Exactly. So, so yeah, so yep. a lot of running around, um, meeting people and, and getting people connected, uh, whether it's a sponsor talking to the person who's going to give them the microphone or a sponsor meeting an artist so that they can introduce them and figure out how the artist wants to be introduced, right. uh, that type of thing. And we have a team that covers our social media for the weekend that I'm kind of running as well. Uh, I don't do a lot of the posting during that weekend, but I do a lot of the um, beforehand, hey, this is what we need to cover, checking in with them throughout the weekend and things like that. And that that team is just utilized more and more every single year mm-hmm. with people. That's where people go for information right mm-hmm. away. You know, mm-hmm. they're not checking our website. They're not going to news media. They're following our social media for updates and, and what's happening. So that's a pretty important thing to the weekend as well. And so where do they find that? Where do we find that on social media? Totally. You can follow us on Twitter at rise underscore ministries and we have a facebook page mm-hmm. rise ministries instagram is also rise mm-hmm. underscore ministries those are our big three social media outlets that we utilize we don't have. one of your other hobbies one of your other talents one of the other things you do mm. is music yeah and not just from the rise fest standpoint but from your own producing from your own writing like right. all the way from start to scratch right yes and, yeah. and in all seriousness um, you know, the music that we have on this podcast, I mean, that actually was made. Yeah, right? we, absolutely. We, we didn't make that up. Right, like he, right. He, he arranged the whole thing. So there's, there's, there's a lot of talent. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm an independent hip hop artist. I love music. I have since I was a kid and have always been writing down lyrics and ideas and everything. And uh, when I was in college, kind of was encouraged by my peers to, to do it in front of people right. and did kind of as a joke. Um, as of like, a, our, our dorm was kind of like a frat. You went to Northwestern. Yeah. So I no, like, I went to Dort. Oh, you went to Dort. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm, I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both went to Dort. Man, yeah. our, our oh, relationship man. just <laughs> went like, oh. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to connect. I should have right. just been like, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I went to Northwestern. Oh. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, um, sorry. That's sorry. okay. My, my dorm was kind of like a frat. So the music that I wrote was very laced with inside jokes oh, and, sure. and things that guys in my dorm enjoyed and things that we did. Right. And then I, after I graduated, I, I took the job at Rise, but was a single guy and needed 
a hobby still. So I continued to write and, and make music, did a lot of remixes, just a lot of goofy, funny, I guess for lack of a better word, dumb <laughs> music. And uh, through being at Rise and just my growth as a person and whatever, came to the realization that I wanted to make music that actually had a decent message. Uh -huh. And I love hip hop music. That is my favorite genre. So that naturally just kind of led me to the, the Christian rap world. And there's, there's so much garbage music out there sure. um, with, with negative messages. I wanted to put something out in the world that had a positive message and, mm -hmm. and pointed us in a, in a better direction. So I've released a full length album uh, independently and just released an EP um, of new music this last March that came out. And I'm trying to navigate that world of marketing myself as an artist and mm -hmm. at the same time still taking my responsibilities of my my family and day job um, i also own a dj company and so we'll we'll do 80 events in a year so right. keeping track of that and making sure we're doing justice to our clients but at the same time trying to grow this artist life so how does one grow the artist's life like where it's a million dollar question yeah, yeah like uh just obviously now like we were talking about before too the podcast making it available on certain platforms and mm -hmm. stuff. I assume that's part of where you're going. Yeah. Yep. So I, I work with a, with a company called CD baby and they is what they do is work with independent artists. Mm -hmm. So I, I submit my music and they get it all on the, the iTunes and the Spotify. And the, so you can find my music anywhere and everywhere. And then telling people to go listen. Sure, um, sure. The, the biggest thing as an, as an artist is you want to try and get out in front of people. Sure. Um, and the best way to do that is through live shows. And mm -hmm. that's something that I haven't quite figured out yet is, is where's the market around here right. mm -hmm. for Christian hip hop, hip -hop right. Um, right. outside of like churches. And I've, sure. I've done a few church events here and there and they're awesome. Um, so that might be more of the direction to go, but um, you got to tell people about it. I've, I've you know, you got to send press releases out to media. Mm -hmm. um, there's tons of blogs out there that I submit my music to. Social media is big. Mm -hmm. um, you can do paid advertising, that type of thing. I'm right now. I'm actually running um, on Pandora. If you're if you're listening to my music on Pandora after a certain one of my songs, I have an ad that will play. Oh, nice. Like, hey, this is Stovetop. Sure. Thanks for listening to my song. Blah blah blah. Right, and, right. And, and I, think here's where buying, so. I think that's important to say because that's the first time that we've actually mentioned your uh, your recording name, your stage name. Right. Which is yes, which is Stovetop. Stovetop. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you can look up my music anywhere. Stovetop. My album is called Work in Progress. My EP is called Lights, and you can find my music anywhere. Right. So uh, the question that I have is, you said uh, you want to make something with a with a uh, positive message. What is the positive message that you're trying to? Uh, bring to the people because one of the reasons we do this podcast is not just to kind of get to know each other and get to know uh, our guests but also figure out where where uh, God is already at work in the world so mm -hmm. I mean what is what is that is that kind of the message that you're hoping to get out there what's the what's the vibe I think that that is definitely one of them I think my my main message that I want to get out there is, is life is bigger than us mm. life is bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. um, there's a God that loves you and he loves you so much that he, he sent his son to, to take your place. And no matter what you're going through today's world, depression, anxiety, you know, the list goes on and on. There is a cure for that. Mm -hmm. And that cure is Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and so through my music, I'd feel like I just want to 
point people toward that direction. Each song's different, you know, it'll do right. it in different ways and, and touch on different content. But I think overall as an artist, that's what I, I want to tell people is Jesus is the way as, mm -hmm. as cliche and as cheesy Christian as that sounds. I mean, that's why we all Still do what true, we do. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it is true. Yep. So I, that would be a short on the spot answer, I guess. Do you struggle with where's my balance between they've heard this before and reaching people that haven't heard it before, obviously mm -hmm. too, right? And yeah. so part of making the music attractive is bringing people in that need to hear that message. Right. And then maybe just maybe they hear the gospel message. That's what, not to push ourselves either, but we've kind of done the podcast that way too. Like we want to be funny, which Jesse and I haven't figured out how to do right. yet, but Sorry. like yeah. we're trying to be entertaining <laughs> so that you might be able to hear the message of the gospel almost exactly. quote unquote accidentally knowing that that's really the underlying purpose kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe that's a formula you're still working on too. It is. I, you know, I'm, I'm new to the artist thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have it figured out. Right. Like I'm not a quote unquote professional. Right. You know, I'm not, right. I'm not winning Grammys. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just trying to get this message out there and, and mm -hmm. to your point, get it out in the best way that I can and mm -hmm. uh, figuring out. Yeah, that's got to be a really big trip, right? Uh, that that fine line between what is culturally desirable and what is truth, mm, right? Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and I I can't even imagine guys like yourself that are trying to navigate those waters, you know, because it, it's it's got to be tough, you know. What's relevant for for Christ, but at the same time, what is going to impact the culture in a positive way? Yes, and it's I, th I think no matter what you do, I think you have to keep the right perspective. But right. I think especially in something like this. I feel like I know who I am mm -hmm. and I, I know that I'm, I'm not taking myself seriously. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, in a, in a, in a, in an artist way, right, I, right. uh, I'm not a gangster, right. you know, I don't come from the hood. Right. Like I understand that. So I'm not trying to make music to portray myself in that sure, way. Sure. I'm just trying to use this music to say, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And right. I, I think what I believe can help you too, right. because he's also helped me. Well, there's so many words that come to my mind there because when you're saying staying relevant and yet saying true, that can be a church discussion too, right? Absolutely because right. we could say, oh, we're going to uh, let every sin go and we're just going to, there's going to be parties and games every Sunday versus, hey, Jesus calls you to leave that life of sin kind right. of thing. And so not only do artists have to battle that, but churches i think have yeah. to stay true to the gospel as well yeah and then the other word that came to my mind was often authenticity right when it comes down to you saying i know who i am and i know yep. what my message is trying to stay close to that right and, and that's the challenge like you said not just for artists or churches but in fact for all of us it's not right. only remaining authentic to ourselves and who god called us to be but authentic to the gospel and, and being, you know, the salt and light of this world insofar as we are uh, part of culture, but not necessarily in culture. We're right. trying to redeem right. uh, culture for Christ, but understanding that we also have to connect with it. Right. You know, so I think that's it's a very important message for all of us to remember that we have to be authentically Christian. And that is where the authenticity of Christ does indeed come from. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? Right. So Yeah, because you think about so many examples of Christ not changing his message, mm -hmm. but being sensitive to the situation yeah. and telling people to go and sin no more kind of thing. Right. 
So yeah, he and he was him. always approachable, right? And right. and you know met people where they were at, right? And uh, and then once he had that interaction, you know they could feel that love, whatever. Right. That's like right. you said, the go and sin no more. Right. You know he didn't come and say, "Oh, I love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing what you're doing." Right. He came and said, right. "I love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Stop doing." Right, exactly, because right. I love you too much yes. to leave you in this yes. kind of thing. Yep. Um, in fact, not to jump ship too much, but this is that's where we spent our time this past Sunday in Orange City talking about uh, Mark chapter 2, uh, Jesus actually calling Levi and telling him to follow him, reminding Levi that, hey, you're leaving the tax booth behind. Mm. Like you're starting a new life. I love you too much to stay where you're at. And then being called out by the Pharisees, why are you eating with tax collectors and sinners? Because I'm here for the sick, not for the right. healthy. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. And, and funny enough, in Sheldon, we're kind of taking a different route. We're doing a series called uh, Small Versus Huge Theological Impact, where we're looking at mm -hmm. all kind of the minor or the, the shorter verses of the Bible. And this last Sunday, we, we focused on First John 4, which is, uh, we love because he first loved us. Oh, nice. And the idea was, okay, number one, we can take it as a, just a statement of fact, or we can take it as an authentic challenge mm -hmm. and really check ourselves and go, do we love? And second part, do we love out of Christ's love for us? Mm -hmm. Because we all have a tendency to just love people because it's the right thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. As opposed to loving people because God loved us first. Right. And so in a way, it sounds like both of us are on that exact same message as mm -hmm. far as being authentic and being real in your right, faith. Right. You know? So. Yeah. I think that authenticity is something that we've tried to underline at living water pretty hard, even to the point of one of the things that kept coming to my mind over this past few months when we've been working with consultants and kind of making sure that our flags are planted in the correct places, that kind of thing. Uh, relationships are a key for living water and knowing that, Hey, we're trying to be close to each other so that we can then call each other out and all that right. kind of stuff. I think relationships are kind of a starting point almost mm -hmm. with people from the church and with people from the community. Yep. I think uh, Christ, he taught relationally just as much, if not more so than he did proclamationally. Mm -hmm. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. He spent more time with people than he ever did giving sermons on the Mount. Yeah, we only have one record of the Sermon on the Mount. We have all kinds of records of he was walking along and was stopped by so-and-so. Yep, exactly. And that's, yeah. that's the important. That really shows the importance of relationships. If, oh, totally. If, if Christ gives us a model, we have to follow it. Right. Yeah, we you try, know? right? Mm -hmm. We try anyway. Yep. So. so all of that being said, we should give you like 10 random words. Right. And you throw those into a song. <laughs> oh, man. And you make a perfect song. Make a perfect song. Out of cool. two I minutes of prep time wow. and these 10 random words. So a little bit of a idea is uh, we had Lee do the beat for our song. Yep. Or excuse me, for our podcast. And uh, we talked about putting words in it, right? right. At some point. Yeah. And Lee is like, oh, you know, you want it to be Gary and Jesse talk about stuff. And Jesse and I are like, no, we want it to be like macaroni and cheese, yeah. chicken wings, yep. Yep. <laughs> sitting on the curb, yep. like just random. Which really shows how much of an artist Gary and I are. <laughs> we're all about food and hanging out. Right. That's what we're right. talking about. Right. It right. is. 
chicken strips and chili, y'all. I didn't mean for it to go all food, but I guess that's where I went. I mean, we did just eat lunch. Yeah, which makes me go down another rabbit trail. We should totally have sponsors. Like, we should totally have commercials. And where we just ate would be a really good place to have, like, and I don't know if that means they give us like two dollars so we can actually buy a nice microphone or something. And Hybe would give us so much. They money. could be our sponsor. So many breakfasts there. Uh, that would be pretty good, that right? Would be pretty good, actually. Yeah. This is this is how our podcast works. Like we we kind of spitball as we go. Oh, right. Love it. Yeah, love it. Just come up with a new yeah. idea. I, I, <laughs> excuse me. I like the uh, the idea of the of the 10 word challenge i kind of want to do that because i've been sitting here thinking of the back of, of the mind. 10 words what are the oh, 10 words i'm going to toss out man that's yeah there's got to be like a website <coughs> that would do that for us right like, right right lee is like oh this is horrible I, well and i'm i'm not a freestyle rapper <laughs> all right so you want your random words i mean i guess uh you don't want to do this at all do you I, I will give it my best bet. And the best thing about that is we can edit. Cause it's oh, totally. Yeah, there we go. I got a random word generator going. Okay. Ooh. Oh, this one's a little more fun. <laughs> Skinny, cheese, close, route, Cl- super, announce. Close, as in like, like proximity? Yeah, I think so. Close as in clothes. Close, as close. In proximity. Like close. Yes. Oh, so yes. was that was that six words? One, two, three, four. Five. What's what was after super? Uh, announce. So six words. Yeah. I got. I just typed one in. I got four more. Are you ready? <laughs> Selective, furniture, question, and cemetery. Oh, that's so great! Oof. Cemetery. Oof. Selective furniture. What was the other Selective. question and cemetery. Use the use our podcast one, and then this yeah. can be like our this can be our entry, like as we start. Okay. Isn't that awesome? Our entry has cemetery. Oh, that's, that's gonna be great. Where is the? You sent it to me on email, yeah. right? Or did you share it with me on Google? Or I'm sure, I probably do? emailed it to you. Because we do email, right? Exactly. <laughs> emails way better. That's oh, cemetery, man. That's the killer. Yeah, how are you gonna like, fit how that? How you gonna in? fit that in with skinny cheese? Man? I don't know. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, it doesn't have to make sense, right? No, <laughs> it no, no sense because I think half of our podcast well, people are like, "Wow, this makes no sense." Biz Marquis did an entire career of oh, making man. no sense whatsoever, right. and, and he made it work, right? Yeah, and he made it work. I mean, if he's right. sitting there talking, making a whole song about picking your nose and it goes platinum, he's like, <laughs> "You're you're yeah. good," you know. So obviously, uh, it's goes without saying that if you go platinum like we get half of your royalties <laughs> yeah. i really believe that we are set now for don't sure. don't hold your breath yeah technically the random generator should get the most, <laughs> of, the, most well, of the finance you did a lot of the heavy lifting yeah. but, Wait, but, you, know, uh, yeah, well, well, you know i think so let's I try it let's would try. you like to do the first beat or the second beat because you thought the first one was or the second one was too fast this one's too fast then, too. Yeah. Let's do the first one. The other one. I really like this music. This makes me want to, like... Switch it? No, that makes me want to, like, go uh, punch a punching bag. Yes. Like, you know, there's some glow sticks. <laughs> yes. You know? Let's wrap Jesse up in glow sticks. Yes. Yeah, there's nothing that screams Jesse like glow sticks. Oh, right man, here. that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's a little slower. Cool. Okay. 
How long was this beat again? Do you know? This goes for 45 seconds. Okay, start over. Sorry. It's gonna be good. I'm, very, I'm gonna stand back here. Feeling skinny. I got a shimmy. Pass the cheese. Please. Here we go. I'm on the route. Don't miss my turn. I might pout. Dad life. It's quite super. Gotta tell my son. Wipe the pooper. I gotta announce. I'm gonna pounce. Feeling selective. Change your perspective. Furniture. I'm chilling on the couch. Oh, I already used pounce. Oh, oh man. Man, that's, that's so good. good. Wow. I am really, really. <laughs> that's impressive. And the whole oh. time I was sitting there going, I was going to be cemetery, bro. Like, I know, oh, I, know. I didn't even get man, there. that was good. I skipped, I skipped one. That was impressive. That was so good. You know what I, I didn't realize I had pouncing in place. You know what I think? I think you just keep that. Like, we didn't even do it again. That was impressive. You just that was impressive. really blew me away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was possible. Holy cow. Nice we work. Saw, yeah. We just saw Thank a work Thank in you. progress. Hey. Nice work. Hashtag work in progress. Hashtag Hashtag on iTunes. Work in progress. <laughs> nice work. Shameless man. plug. Yep. And check out Gary and Jesse on Google Play. Hey! Play. Only on Google Play. Play. Let's yes. go. Go right now. <laughs> I'm watching you online. Let's just have a minute of silence and wait for the click. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up and we're going to sit yeah, here and we're wait. We're going to wait this entire <laughs> until time. Someone does this. We're never going to. Yeah, be this able ain't going to happen. This Mom, Mom, will you please sign up? Like, right. come on. Gail, for real. She's not going to know what Google Play is. What's like, a podcast? What? What's a podcast? Never see a doctor about it. Come on. I just learned how to use the iMac. Yeah, there we yeah. go. All right, so thanks for being on with hey, us, thanks Lee. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Check out Rise Fest. And what are the dates? Did we ever say the we dates? We didn't. Rise Fest, June 21, 22. Yeah. Riseministries.com. Get your tickets. Get all the info. We need volunteers. You can help there. Get a free ticket. Good for the whole weekend. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Don't we actually, uh, Sandra and I signed up to volunteer this year. Good. We have not done that before. And so we're looking forward to, I'm working the front gate. That's people's first impression, Gary. Oh, dear. Screw yeah, up. That's a bad place for Gary to be working. <laughs> dude, you want to know what's, dude, I'm, I'm co-managing the prayer tent this year. Oh, this guy. This guy. This guy. This haggard fellow. <laughs> That's awesome. I really feel like you might want Jesse and I to be up there with you at some point. Right. Like, no one wants to see that. I promise <laughs> you. Don't you think, don't you think the stars of Gary and Jesse talk about stuff podcast should I mean, at least like throw some, I think, throw some uh, free merchandise out or something? I think we could have three followers on Google <laughs> Plus after that. Yes. By, by then, by then, absolutely. Oh, we're totally, we're setting the bar high, man. Right, we're going absolutely. for three. I promise you that no one is going to sit up there and be like, all right, well, I know Lee, that's great, but who's the tall one in the bat guy? <laughs> no one's going to say that. Yeah, that's cool. man. What is that guy wearing yeah. a stocking hat in the middle of summer? It's 95 degrees outside. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> what's going on with him? Oh, man. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for being here, Lee. Thanks and, for having me. Uh, we'll see you at Rise Fest. All right. See you guys. All right.